and welcome to class. This is the, the podcast, Don't You Want to Learn? I am your host and your teacher, Leah, and with me I have my student of the day, Ella. Hi, I'm the class, I guess. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> um, so Ella, today's lecture is a surprise to you. Are you ready? Yes. It's astrobiology, life in space, and extraterrestrials. What? Okay, um, yes, I need this lecture. <laughs> I thought you would. <laughs> Astro what now? Astrobiology. It is the, the study of the origin, evolution, distribution, and future of life on Earth and in space. Astrobiology, I will tell you a little bit about it. So astrobiology is an interdisciplinary scientific field. So that means that it uh, relates to more than one branch of knowledge. So, for example, it's not just biology, but rather it's molecular biology, biophysics, biochemistry, chemistry, astronomy, physical cosmology, explanatology, and geology. <laughs> geology. But it's just condensed into biology. Astrobiology. Yes. All and right. so basically, these are all the building blocks of life. So what do, does like what does astrobiology study? Uh, it basically looks for planetary habilit- habitability. <laughs> so it looks where aliens might be living. Exactly. But let's nice. like bring it way down (laughs) like bring your expectation (laughs) down (laughs) look for um, biospheres outside of the earth so a biosphere or ecosphere is the sum of ecosystems so for example uh, the biosphere of earth is the zone of life in on on the planet earth and it it's a closed self-regulating biosphere so like the earth would keep living even if like we weren't doing anything you know mm, yeah. yeah and it said that for life on earth well this is this is basically like it has been said that for all life these two things are needed but like we'll get into that so for life on earth you must have number 1 is liquid water for chemical reactions And number two, the place has to be within a habitable zone of its star. So that means it's like, it's called a Goldilocks zone. So that's the planet is in a place where it's not too cold, not too hot. Like, it's just right. (laughs) Exactly. So liquid water. and I like these scientific terms. (laughs) Actually, the Goldilocks one, like, is a scientific term. It was on a science video. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, uh, astrobiology, it focuses on planets that are orbiting sun-like stars in our galaxy. So that means, like, planets similar to Earth. Um, Like, because that would, we can assume that that's the kind of environment that life would grow in, because ours does. Um, But it is very, like, you know, there's so many stars. (laughs) So it narrows them down, because, like, very large stars, for example, they have quite short life times. So there's no time for life to emerge. And then, so those are large stars. And then very small stars, they don't give off uh, enough heat or warmth. So 
only like the planets orbiting them right nearby would like not be a frozen solid and therefore mm. have life. So we have the perfect star, our sun. So how do astrobiologists study these like planetary habitability? Um, so humans and animals, for example, we need very specific conditions to be able to live. And like, we're very sensitive. For example, like we're adaptable to a certain degree, but like we need, we're quite sensitive. Versus some life on earth can get by in far harsher com- conditions. So what astrobiologists do is they look at microorganisms that thrive in extremely harsh conditions. Um, that would be like what's on the moon or what's on different planets or their moons, you know? Mm. So one place that astrobiologists study this is the Dalol crater in the north of Ethiopia. It's, if you Google it, the Dalol crater, it basically looks pretty alien. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it has the look down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's one of the if not the hottest place on earth. And it's a very inhospitable environment for life. So what there is, is there's like salt chimneys, there's water that's in the craters, but it's nearly boiling. So it's like 94 Celsius or 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh my God. Yeah. So there's like boiling water <laughs> and it's extremely acid, ac- acidic. So it has a pH of 0.25 and zero is like the maximum acidity, you know. So it's basically it. pure acid. Exactly. So not somewhere humans would thrive. <laughs> <laughs> not my number one vacation spot. Yeah, exactly. But there are these teeny tiny bacteria that are thriving there. And they're called extremophiles. These tiny bacteria which are like far smaller than normal bacteria they kind of prove that not all organisms need sun for example and like like simultaneously for example things living in the depths of the ocean like down there they don't need any sun you know Mm. they don't need pure water which was one of the requirements for life on earth um they can withstand radiation, stuff like this. So it kind of debunks the whole liquid water and habitable zone theories. Because just because we don't we need it doesn't mean others need it. Exactly. So that was kind of like figured out. So then if we think about water and if it's needed for life, for example, Mars, it used to have lots of water. There's like it like dentations of oceans and lakes and stuff like that um so that kind of leaves the question of could there have been life there or could there continue to be forms of life there so for example studying the microorganisms the extremophiles that are literally thriving i think it's so funny like they're thriving (laughs) in that crater in that the log crater it's so important to study studying life outside of our own planet and like it really proves that we've don't know and we don't we don't know where or how life can survive so just yeah, because this is why we can't fight aliens exactly like just because there aren't copies of earth doesn't mean there's not other types of life 
So life is different to intelligent civilizations, (laughs) which (laughs) basically, like, I think is the biggest difference between people who are like, oh, there's definitely UFOs versus when, like, life is found on different planets. That doesn't mean there has been, like, intelligent life found. Basic forms of life, like microorganisms, are all around us in our galaxy, like in water and, you know, different planets. There's been found like teeny tiny bacteria. But only about one in billion of basic life forms will produce complex life with technology (laughs) that's able to explore the universe. So in a sense, if we think about how huge the universe is like is it infinite we don't know but it's like pretty infinite (laughs) you know (laughs) close enough close enough exactly it's kind of like you know we're we're like a speck of a speck of a dust (laughs) you know and even the nearest star to get to it um it would be more than seventy thousand years away (laughs) like it's not a like a weekend trip you know it's like (laughs) How will we travel that? I have no idea. Um, And that's assuming that our closest star would have some sort of life. And, you know, outside our galaxy, there's other galaxies and it just goes on and on. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think my mind can comprehend the size of the universe, really. It's really... not going to try. Yeah. I mean, I hope this isn't, like, (laughs) anxiety-inducing for people who are like, oh, we're small. Or like we're tiny. Um, oh no! Yeah, I'm happy being small. Me too. This is this is fine size universe for me. <laughs> Compact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, a scientist called Frank Drake developed the Drake equation in 1961 to create discussion about how many intelligent civilizations are there possibly. Like, is there? 5,000 of them, 500, or maybe there's just five in the entire universe, or maybe it is just us here, you know? Mm. So this equation was, um, it wasn't to get like a definitive answer because it obviously is a lot of speculation. I'll tell you the equation in a second, but it was really to spark discussion and So it was calculating N, which is the number of intelligent civilizations. And we find that out by, first there's R, which is the average rate of star formation. And if we think about it, the star is the, like, the parent of the planet, you know? Like, that makes sense. Without our sun, there is no Earth. Then FP is the fraction of stars that have planets, because not all stars have planets sorry mm-hmm. jumping um it's just a nice image that the sun is the parent of earth because in a lot of i guess mythology and religion the sun was like part of the worship like there was yeah. a sun god in egypt where we recently <laughs> visited yeah. <laughs> exactly um so then there's an e uh, which is a fraction of the of the planets that can potentially support life then FL is the fraction that can develop life. 
FI, <laughs> develop intelligent life. FC, develop intelligent life sophisticated enough to create technology with which to communicate. And then L, length of time that such civilizations would exist for. So basically, we multiply a bunch of those things <laughs> and get an answer. So obviously, like I said, this equation is a lot of speculation. But with tons of different like estimates that have been plugged in uh, to get results have shown that it's rather highly unlikely that we're the only intelligent life form in the universe. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'd like to say, like, if we did it, you can do it too. It's not that hard. Oh, like, create. Develop intelligence. <laughs> yeah, but, like, also think of it, like, for example, before humans, there was life on Earth, but, like, they weren't, you know, space, doing space exploration or anything. So then, what are the possibilities? Firstly, the fact that we can't see or hear any other civilizations indicates that we're the only ones. So similarly, like unicorns, there's no evidence that they exist, but that doesn't mean they don't exist. Um, then, you know, intelligent life forms or civilizations could be just chilling on their own planet, not exploring space like we are, uh, just, you know, doing their own thing. Or then extraterrestrials could be listening to us from afar. <laughs> um, or then life or intelligent life may have developed, but, you know, billions of years ago and are extinct now so that our like timelines wouldn't happen to be matching. So my opinion is that, you know, intelligent civilizations have probably existed or maybe even exist at the same time as us. But, you know, from my extensive studies, uh, <laughs> I don't think we will ever interact or inter in, like encounter with them. So yeah, life. I kind of agree, I think. Yeah. I think it's bacteria somewhere far, far away. Exactly. Like astrobiology, yeah. like it obviously has shown that on different planets there is life or there's, you know, the possibility of sustaining life, but has it developed? You know, I don't know. And if they are, like, if by chance there is some super advanced alien society out there that have found us, they obviously don't want anything to do with us. So. <laughs> I wouldn't either. <laughs> Just like, oh, uh, uh, what are those weird aliens? Yeah. Cool. Do you feel like you learned anything? <laughs> I learned that I'm an alien to some bacteria out there. That's really nice. Or I don't know. <laughs> it has like like a sweet thought to it, you know? Um yeah, that's was really interesting. I've never heard about You never thought you Yeah, you'd never and you never thought that you would be learning about astrobiology. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really my goal here. <laughs> yeah, just tidbits about random subjects. Exactly. Like stuff you could 101 on everything, but no, nothing's going to 
advance exactly it's kind of like you really hope something about like something super specific would come up in a pub quiz no oh, yeah like you would get to That's shine the best moment yeah yes so thank you for coming to class ella <laughs> and all thank of our you. listeners <laughs> Um, all two of you all two of you which is just us two listening to the episode like did it work (laughs) this time oh funny anyway um thank you for coming to class this has been episode three of don't you want to learn the podcast all right class dismissed don't you want to learn